We'll do a review of Lekutte Sichas Chelik Yudalad, the second Sicha for Parshas Tovoy. In this Sicha is a Rashi Sicha. The Rebbe explains several Rashis. And actually, the Rebbe explains the entire Parsha Shvi in the end of the Parshas Kisovoy. Uh, the Rebbe gives a whole new uh, perspective and specifically. The Rebbe starts with the Apostolic, with the Rashi on Perik Choftas Posik Aleph. And over there, uh, the Posik says that Leinosan Hashem Lochem Lev Lodas, Veinayim Lirois was Naim Lishmoya Ad Hayoim Hazeh. And there is a few Rashis in that Posik, and there's a few Rashis in the next Posik. The Rebbe explains these uh, Rashi's, uh, what and why Rashi needs two interpretations, why there is such an interruption in between these two interpretations, and many other diyukim that become clear and answered after we take the Mahalach, the pathway that the Rebbe teaches us how to understand this Pasuk and the Rashi. So let's look inside. And there's also two Yenah Shaltaitas at the end of the uh, Sicha. Aleph. Besiyum HaSedre, in the end of the Parsha, Nemar, the Pasuk says, Vayikra Moshe El Kol Yisrael. So it begins that Moshe calls all of the Yidin. Seems like a new... Occurrence over here, as the Rebbe will point out, he calls together all Yisrael, and he says to them, you have seen, he goes back to what happened with the Bnei Yisrael in the way back, starting with the exodus of Egypt, he starts with Hamasis, and the great tests and the, all of the Pasuk uh, details, what took place, uh, in, in Mitzrayim. And then it says, Nosan Hashem Lochem Lev Lodaz Liris was Lishmoya. And Hashem did not give you the heart to know and the eyes to see and the ears to listen till this day. And as we will see, as Rashi explains. That means up till now you did not get it, really. And from here and on, you are getting it. It's till now you didn't have Okay. So Rashi quotes, Rashi quotes from the Posik, Hashem did not give you the heart to know. What is this? Hard to know referring to. Mefarish Rashi explains Lahakir es Chazde Hakodesh Baruchu for you to recognize, to you to appreciate the kindness that Hashem did with you. And then Rashi says another thing, Vilidovik boy, and to connect to Hashem. So you didn't recognize the kindness of Hashem and you did not connect to Hashem. So Rashi seems to say that the Lev Lodas over here is talking about two things. So the first question, so we need to understand Aleph number one, where does Rashi know this, that 
That when it says over here to know the contents, it means there's two aspects. There is one, Aleph, to recognize what Hashem's kindness was. And number two, Rashi's of Lidavik boy to connect. Who says that this one word, Lev Ladas, is talking about two things. And base, number two, why would Rashi also quote the words of the Posik that Hashem did not give to you? But Rashi is only explaining what does it mean that hard to know that it means the to recognize God's kindness and to connect to Him. That is all that Rashi is explaining. So why quote from the Pasik also the words Hashem did not give you? Rashi should have just quoted Lev Ladas and explained that it means must mean that there is something else to it. And number three, and when Rashi says, it would seem that Rashi's intention is over here that what don't you know, what didn't you know, is what the Pasik himself was discussing over here. The Pasik was discussing over here about the great miracles, Haniskar Lifnezah. The Pasik before was talking about Hamasis Hagadoilois. The signs, the miracles, all the things that the Posik had earlier said, that they that's what we're talking about, that they didn't have the Das to understand that. So why does Rashi call them as the kindness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu? These were actually much more than Hashem's kindness. This is actually miracles. A ness and a kindness are two separate matters. Hashem can do a kindness not in a miraculous way. So the fact, and and not every miracle is for the purpose of a chesed. So over here, to really uh, stress the what took place in the exodus of Egypt, it's not just chesed, it's really miracles. So why does Rashi say chazdei? Uh, you didn't have the das, lahakir is chazdei hakodesh baruch And not say, if it's referring to the past. And as we'll see, the Rebbe and his answer is actually saying that the Rashi is trying to tell you that we're talking about the future of the Psokim, that this is not referring to the previous possible we'll wait and we'll see as the Rebbe will explain it. But in the meantime, uh, the Rebbe continues with the next Rashi. The Rashi later on will go back to this Pasuk of and Rashi will explain different. This is one Rashi that the Rebbe explains now, in the next Rashi, and then there is another continuation in a few Rashis later, as we'll see. Base. So from this Posik, 
Menosim lachem ladas. It says ada yemazeh. So Rashi quotes from the pasuk ada yemazeh. A mafarsh Rashi brings down shomaiti. I heard. Basically, as the Rebbe will say later on, I heard means that he heard from his teachers. This is not something that Rashi frowned in a Maimer Chazal, in some saying of our sages. But Rashi heard it from his teachers. What did he hear? That that was the day that Moshe Rabbeinu gave a Sefer Torah to the sons of Levi. There's in the Pasuk later on, so there it says that Moshe Rabbeinu took the Sefer Torah and he gave it to the Kohen of Levi. He gave them the Torah. So what happened? That was the same day that we're talking about over here. So Bo called Yisrael if name Moshe. So all Yidden came before Moshe. With a complaint, Amru, and they said, "Loi Moshe Rabbeinu Moshe, our teacher, Af Onu Amadnu B'Sinai." Also, we were standing at Sinai. The Kibalnu Es Torah, we also received the Torah. Venitno Lanu, the Torah was given to us as well. Uma Atom Mashlit as Bnei Shift Chola. What What is it that you are? Having the children of your tribe, the Kohanim, the Levim, dominate over the Torah. And what's going to happen? And they will tell us on the next day, It wasn't given to you, to the rest of the Israel. It was given to us. This complaint on that day when Moshe Rabbeinu gave the Torah to the tribe of his tribe, the Kohanim ibn Levi, and the Yidin complained that it caused the Somach Moshe Allah Dover. So Moshe Rabbeinu was very happy about this matter. And about this he said to them, as we learned earlier in the Posik, in Perik Chavzai, in Posik Tez, Hayoim Hazen Yeselam Goimer. This day you have become a people. Hayoim hazeh hevanti. On this day I understood shatem dvekim vechafetzim b'mokim that you are connecting, and you desire Hashem. You want the Eberster. So that's why the pasuk is Rashi explains. That's what it means that up till this day they didn't really cleave to Hashem, but now. They actually cleave to Hashem because of the fact that they asking for the Torah. So, according to this, it means actually that up till this day, but by this day it changed. The usual way, Ad Hayoim Hazeh, as it's interpreted in the Chumash in other places, means including that day. That means that Whatever happened up till this day and till today. But here we're saying, no, up till now, but now it changed. Why does Rashi explain it different than in all other places? Let's look inside. We need to understand. That expression of till this day, that that is found several times in the Torah. As for example, Al-Kain Sheim Ha'ir Be'er Shava Adayim Hazet. That's why the city was called the Be'er Shava 
up till this day, which is in Toldus Perichovov Posik Lamad Gimel. So what does it mean Adayemaze? Adayemaze means till today, including today. The same thing is Alkain Lo Yechlu Bene Yisrael as Gid Hanosha Goimer Adayemazein by Yishlach Perik Lamad Beis Lamad Gimel. That for this the Yidden will not eat the Gid Hanosha until today, which includes that day as well, all the time. Vechain Besiyum Hatoyro. Same thing when the Torah is finishes in Bracha, Perik Lamadale Posik Vov. Says, Nobody knew where Moshe Rabbeinu was buried till this day. In all of these meanings, in every word it means up till this day, including this day. Which includes that day. Up till this day and that day as well. So, how come over here Rashi explains? Uh, different uh, over here ad ad and Rashi says no today but today changed ki hayoyim hazehivanti today I understand shatem dveikim bechvetsim b'amokim I understand that you do want Hashem so he says ad hayoyim hazeh till today you didn't recognize but now I understand that you are connected and want Hashem. Why does Rashi change especially? This Rashi isn't based on a Maimon Azal, Obefrat. Sherashi Magdim Mumadgish, Rashi introduces and emphasizes the Pirush said that this interpretation, Rak Shomaiti, he says, I heard it. Zoysa Meres. So, which means to say, Shalom Motsu Zebedroshes Razal. He didn't found it an expansion of our sages of blessed memory, El Shomakain, but rather he heard so in parentheses, Mecharabaisim Hulu, from his teachers. So that's the general question why Rashi is interpreting in such a way. And further, we also need to understand some details of this Rashi. There's several points that need to be clarified in this Rashi. Aleph. Number one, Rashi when Rashi brings the argument, Betainas Bnei Yisrael, when the Yidin will arguing Nemar, they, it says like this. Though later on, the Yidin say, "You're giving the Sefer Torah to the Bnei Levi." So Rashi says, quoting Rashi, that the, we also received the Torah. It was also given to us. Now, usually, first Hashem gives it, and then we receive it. So it would make seemingly more fitting to say that we he's given it to us and we received it. Rashi should have written it in the other way around. First Rashi said it was given to us. And then Rashi said we received it. All these diyukim are going to show that Rashi means really something else. Number two, base. Hataina in the argument, so it is. It seems like the Yidden, if the Yidden were upset, why Moshe Rabbeinu is giving it to them, to the people of his tribe, to the Kohanim, the Levim, so it's. It should have expressed it. Why are you giving to them? Give it to us. But if you look in the Rashi, Rashi says a little bit different. Rashi says the Taino Uma Atomashlit 
as Bnei Shiftcha Why are you dominating? He's not saying why you're giving to them. He says, why are you making the children of your, the sons of your tribe, dominating the Torah? So they weren't complaining. It seems like it is belongs, it's connected to all of Israel. What their argument is, the Bnei Levi, is Yisrael Their advantage is that why are they dominating it? But based on this continuation, and what were they worried about? That they said that eventually they're going to say, they say it wasn't given to you, it was given to the Bnei Levi. So if they're concerned that the Bnei Levi will say that it was given to them and not, so they should not say just why are they dominating the Torah, they should say, they should say more, why are you giving it to the people of your tribe? Ubifrat, especially the whole issue here was the giving. What was the cause, the reason why the Bnei Yisrael were worried that this is going to happen is was the fact that it was the fact that Moshe gave the Torah to the sons of Levi. So why does Rashi just bring down that they're dominating the Torah versus why are you giving to them? Give it to us. Number three. Uh, according to the order, the way it works, so when they're worried that the Bnei Levi are going to say, it says first, it should say, it says first that it wasn't given to you, but the Levi will say it was given to us. But it should say, according to the Seder, I think it would be more fitting. But it would be more fitting to say, they will tell to us, it was given to us. And that proves, that's evidence that it wasn't given to you. That's what the Yidn were choshish. Why does this say, but Rashi says, that first they're going to say it wasn't given to you, and it was given to us, but that's seemingly that it should be the other way around. Okay, then, so this is the Rashi on this Pasuk, but then the Pasuk continues, uh, and we will see that Rashi comes back to explain the meaning of Lenosan Lachem Lev Ladas after Rashi keeps on, goes on to explain another part of the Pasuk. Let's see inside. In the continuation of the Pasha, it's written. The Pasuk says further, I have led you for 40 years, Goimer. Your clothing have not become rotten. You didn't eat no bread. You had the man over there. And then you come to this place. 
and then comes out, and we smit them, and we took their land, Goimer. Then it says, Ushmartem as Divre Habrisa Zoizvigaimer. Then Pasik finishes up by saying that you shall keep these words of the covenant, is what Moshe Nabainu is telling the Bnei Yisrael after everything that they say, they sing. So here on this Pasik, Umaitik Rashi Minamok Minakosuf. So Rashi quotes you from the Pasik when it says, Vatavoyu El Hamokoim Hazem. And you came to this place, which Moshe Rabbeinu was saying to the Bnei Yisrael, you're here now. Umefarish, and Ashi says, Atonau, atemroim atzmechem, begedula vechavid. You see yourself now with greatness and honor. Al tevatu b'mokim. Don't kick. Don't kick b'mokim in Hashem. Don't push. Don't push away. Your heart should not become hoary. You shall keep the words of this covenant. And then we'll see, and then Rashi goes back to Dovaracha, to the previous Rashi that we learned earlier, as we'll see in a minute. But in this Rashi, we need to understand what is Rashi coming to tell us what is difficult in saying when it says you came to this place? That Rashi is coming to answer through his commentary. Rashi says, Now now you see yourself. It doesn't seem like in the Pasuk there's any problem. The Pasuk says you came to this place and Sikhan came out and we beat them. What, how does this... What is the difficulty that Rashi explains it? And on the other hand, the Rebbe says, the whole, uh, number two, the whole idea of these psukim are discussing the great uh, miracles that Hashem has performed for the Bnei Yisrael. Why all of a sudden the Torah is telling him, oh, you should be careful not to kick and not to should follow the bris somehow that there's a deficiency. So it doesn't fit into the general storyline. We're trying to say all the miracles that they're having so that they are uh, appreciating and the Torah is discussing everything that they're doing. All of a sudden the Torah is saying, no, no, don't kick. I mean, so let's look inside. Le'idoch, on the other hand, in all of the verses that proceed, we talk about miracles that happened to the Bnei Yisrael. And later on in this Pesach itself, continues the story of this miraculous victory in the war that was with the Sichon and Oig. So how how is it possible that together with mentioning these miracles that the Bnei Yisrael saw and this Bnei brought about since the miracle by Yaminu Bashem, they believed in Hashem and so we learned before by the 
וקריס ימסוף, במצרים, אספס היום. So together we're trying to describe you all the great miracles that they saw. So now the Torah is describing them in such a standing, in such a shetzorich lazihidom, we have to warn them, don't be kicking and pushing away Hashem. The number three, what does it mean that they see themselves now? What happened now that they see themselves in honor and greatness more than before? Gimel. Why is it now you see yourself in greatness and honor more than they saw themselves during the entire period they were in the Midbar and Dalit number four what specifically you see yourself in Kovet and Gedula what is Kovet and what is Gedula what are the two aspects the Gedula we're saying greatness the covet and honor. What are they doing? So now we have one more Rashi. The Rashi over here, Dalit. This Rashi. So Rashi goes, continues, and explains. And why Rashi explains all of a sudden goes back to something. So the problem number one, we'll see what Rashi explains, but why all of a sudden? After several psukim later, after explaining this ato reim atzvam bigdula, Rashi goes back all of a sudden to the previous psukim. Rashi explains hanemar gimul psukim lifnizem. That it says three psukim beforehand. Veshekvar pirshei shomal asar, and he already when we learned the pasuk, he had already interpreted. Umaisiv kan. Then Rashi adds over here. The question is, what is it doing over here? What does Rashi say over here? Another interpretation. Hashem did not give you the heart to know. A person, this is something which is the nature that a person does not really fully comprehend the view, the, uh, the mind, the end, the end mind, the death. The depth of his teacher, the Chokmas Mishnasi, and the wisdom of his teaching, Ad Arboim Shona. Until 40 years, you don't really get the depth of the teaching and the end, the depth of the opinion, the view of your teacher. Ulefikach, the Rashi says, and that's why. So this was this was still 40 years. You were in the desert. It was 40 years, not till today. Hashem was not particular with you till today. But from here and on, Hashem is going to be particular. And therefore the posse continues. Rashi quotes, You should keep this covenant, etc. So the first question is, why does Rashi bring it in over here? After he's already uh, finished the Pasuk over there, he explained it over there and gives you a different interpretation. The number two question is, anytime there are two interpretations, we need to explain why the first one isn't good and why the second one is also not so good and the first one is better than the second one. Base. Yodua, it's known, Shekashi Rashi, Mefarish, Base, Perushim, because of Echot. When Rashi explains two 
interpretation in one verse. So that is for the reason that in each one of the interpretation there is a difficulty that is not in the other. But the first one is the main, the code of Mikra, and it's closer to the literal interpretation of the Pasuk. So beneath the Dan, so in our situation, how what does it mean? He did not give you the Das What is the difficulty in each one of these two? And with what is the first one closer to the literal meaning than the second interpretation? In Gimel, that these two explanations that is in this last Rashi we're discussing now, so first uh, Rashi. Uh, Brings down and Rashi concludes there. And also, when Rashi goes back to he also says, So, in these both of these explanations, with the words of the Posse in the end of the Parsha. After the Pirush, in the second explanation, Rashi adds the word Vigoymer. In the first one, it just says Ushmartim. Mautamashinui. What's the reason for the change? Why does it say Vigoymer there? Only the Rebbe, with the Rebbe's depth and insight, is going to explain to you, or is even bothered by why Rashi makes a note of why Rashi says Goymer over here and doesn't say etc. over there before in the same Rashi. Most people wouldn't even notice that, but the Rebbe will explain this beautifully, that all this ties in to the Rebbe's explanation of this, of this Rashi's. This whole Parsha. So now the Rebbe is going to explain what the purpose of this whole Parsha and once we understand the purpose of the whole Rashi, that there is something special that Moshe Rabbeinu was coming to tell them over here. After Moshe Rabbeinu has already rebuked them, he's told them a lot of a lot of different things uh, before. There's something unique about the what this Parsha wants to bring out to Shemartim. And this is the basis for all these Rashis and the the Yukim that we pointed out, the Rebbe pointed out. So let's look inside. Babir because to understand this all. Oh. What is the intent, ultimate intent in this parsha? That comes and it's explained in the end of the parsha. The parsha finishes off. This is the end of the parsha's kisavoi and the end of Shvi. So it says ushmartem es divrei you shall guard, you shall keep the words of this covenant. You shall do them. So that you will be wise in all that you do. So that means 
that these are words of rebuke and warning. In order to strengthen the Jewish people to keep the Torah and its mitzvahs. Since we already find in the Torah previously, that Moshe Rabbeinu has already rebuked them several times. Because yet, can Magdim hear the Posik in the beginning of Shavi? How does this Parsha begin? Moshe calls to all the Yidden and says to them, and then he starts off, goes back to what took place back in the land of Egypt. So we have to say, that in this rebuke, there is something novel that does not exist, that did not, was not in the previous rebukes. That's the basis for the Rashi's explanation in this parsha. Going back to the beginning, Rashi Maitikas Atevis Veloy Nosn Hashem Lochem. The Rebbe said Rashi explained just the Lev Ladas. Why does Rashi also quote the words Veloy Nosn Hashem Lochem? Shalichoyr Lev Ladas Shalichoyr Einu Mavonim Klal B'Pshut Hashem Mikra. Because these words that Le Nosn Lochem He hasn't given to you is not really understood in the simple. Meaning of the verse. How is it possible that the Jewish people, how could it be that they didn't have the heart to know the miracles of Hashem? But it is very specifically, the Psukim tell us very specifically, that they thanked Hashem for the miracle He did for them. And they believed in Hashem. They said Shira. What does it mean that they didn't have the heart? So much so, there were people of the Bnei Yisrael that couldn't make the Pesach, which was what? For Zechel Etzies Mitzrayim. They said, why should we lose out? So they wanted to celebrate the Pesach. That's why Rashi says, That's why Rashi explains Rashi says to recognize the kindness, not we're not talking about the miracles that the Pasik discussed earlier. We're talking about the kindness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu Lahadgish to emphasize Asher Goimer Lodaz. This that the Pasik said that Hashem did not give you the heart. To know, it's not as it relates to what was said before. Those were miracles, the great miracles when they left Egypt. 
Elo nimshocha is lemashe kosuv lehalon, but rather they are applying to what's written later on. And where the Pasuk discusses that Hashem took you, led you for 40 years, that the clothing did not get ruined and they did not eat the bread. Everything that took place in the desert, these things are not considered to be nisim, but they are rather chasodim. Sheheim chazdei HaKadosh Baruch They are considered the kindness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Avshagam heim b'neisoyu. They were also a miracle, but they are considered the chazdei, to emphasize that what we're talking is about what he's saying before, later on. What's the difference? Why are these considered chasodim versus b'neis? So the Rebbe explains. Babir. The Rebbe says, a miracle that is for a long period of time is no longer considered to be a nace out of the ordinary. It becomes sort of the common, the nature. And that's why that is more chasodim rather than nace, which is an outstanding miracle that happens only once. The Rebbe explains... A miracle is a happening which is outside of the realms of nature. It's beyond the nature and the common. But when a certain miraculous conduct, Nimshechez Man Rab, extends for a long time, and a person gets accustomed to it, he know that point doesn't feel it as a miraculous matter. It becomes like something natural, like a natural matter. Similar to what we say, that when you get used to something, that becomes the nature. The same thing in our case. Since this extended to 40 years, since it continued, it extended for 40 years. So what is felt, what is revealed for everyone to see? Only the aspect that were a continuous kindness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The miraculous, that was the first time it happens. It's a miracle, but this became a standard. So this is the kindness of Hashem. And Rashi trying to emphasize that we're talking about the following psukim that are talking about the, the uh, travels in the desert versus the previous psukim which are talking about Egypt defines it by saying that they remember they saw the Chazde Hamokim. So why does Rashi add that it is also to cleave to Hashem? That with this Rashi explains 
the specialty, the novelty in this rebuke. We said that Moshe Rabbeinu called all of Israel together, giving them the rebuke. The specialty is Hakoras Chazde Hakodesh Baruch because recognizing the kindness of Hashem, that needs to bring to the level to cleave to Hashem. That comes through the chasodim. The kindness brings you to a level of cleaving to Hashem. That's the purpose of this teichocha, to tell them to recognize the chazde Hashem, which brings to cleaving to Hashem. Because when we talk, a miracle doesn't, when you experience a miracle that doesn't bring about a cleaving to Hashem, on the contrary, sometimes it's fear, distance. Nay, says the Rebbe, Either it it impacts fear, but it could be a simple fear pshuta, or or a fear of the exaltness, uh, or also a miracle brings about emuna, brings about belief. Shahu that the Ebrister can do whatever he wants. Look, you see the miracle. is similar to that. Mashenkin Chesed. But chesed impacts hashpo. Chesed means that the flow and the gifts to you that impacts kiruv, a closeness, and a ava, a, a love. So therefore, chesed, which, what is a chesed? Chesed is either a flow or kiruv or ava. That's the chesed, poil kiruv. That impacts a closeness. Ubiim zehu chazdei. And if it's kindness with Sharabim, there's a lot of a lot of flow, a lot of close, a lot of love of Akodesh Baruch Hu. The Abishter gave you so much Gadoilim Biyoser, and they're very big. Which is a Kiruv Godl Biyoser, that impacts a very closeness, which is Devekas. Devekas is the level of cleaving, pasting, and connecting yourself to Hashem. And since Hashem did not give you that heart to appreciate, to recognize the kindness of HaKadosh Baruch So therefore, the cleaving to Hashem was also lacking. So it's not really two separate matters, but one flows from the other one. There is chesed, there is ledovek. So, that's why it needs to warn them. That you have to keep this covenant because if you haven't experienced the chesed HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we need to, and so you're lacking in the ledovek. So therefore, you need to keep the words of this covenant. In Oiz Vav, the Rebbe explains why Rashi learns in this posik adayoyim hazeh that it means 
up till this day, but in this day it changed. That means that while they did not have the Das to recognize Chazde HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that is Ad Hayim Hazeh, but now they do know Chazde HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as the Rashi in the second Dibur HaMaschil explains. At Shamaiti and then he found out that they are actually and the Rebbe explains that because we're talking about that the Yidin were not Dovak Hashem, but the fact is that in the Pasik already in the Parshas Eschanon, it says so they were Davuk Bahashem. So therefore, Rashi has to learn that this, what we says, that was up till that point. But it also seems that, okay, so if the Yidin at that point were Makir and were Davuk Bishkina, because it says Vatam Advekim, so why does Hashem have to warn the Mushmartem as divrei habris hazois? Now this doesn't say clearly right now in Oizvav in the Sicha, but Lechayre, this will be answered later on, as we will learn that because at that point they actually are recognizing Chazde Hakadosh Baruch Hu and they're able Lidovik, but we worry what's going to happen, Mochor, what's going to happen later on when they will start working in the land and the field and it will no longer be those chazdei HaKadosh Baruch Hu that brings to Ludovic. So that's why he's telling them Ushmartem as Divrei Habris Hazois. It looks like that the explanation of Ushmartem as Divrei Habris Hazois will change because we're now going to learn that at that point they actually but the worry is, and why do we have to say they were Davuk Ba'Kodesh Baruch That's based on the Posik that it says, So it says, and Lechera, we have to say that this Posik in Esvaz Chanon, in which it says, is also on that same day, because we're saying, Ad Hayyim Hazer. And therefore, Rashi has to change. But the Rebbe is also going to say that there is, we can say that there is different levels of Dveikis. And when the Pasik says, Atem HaDveikim, isn't really talking about the fullest level of Dveikis. As the Rebbe will bring down, there's various different Psukim in which it discusses how much Dveikis in Hashem could be. So one can argue technically that the Va'atim Advekim Bashem Alekeichem doesn't mean that at that time they were level, the level that they need to be Dovuk to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but they were in a lower level of Dveikim Bashem. And therefore, we don't have to necessarily take it out from the simple meaning that Adayemazeh is even in that day they weren't Dovuk. But the Rebbe says that that is a doichek, and therefore Rashi learns ad hayim hazed that this is a regular union of dveikas, a full dveikas. 
Rashi cannot learn that it means in the past. It has to mean that I, that uh, the has to mean in the past, but presently they were already doubled. Let's look inside. Based on the above that we says the Masha Nemar Havaye Goimer that it says that Hashem did not give you the Das. So Rashi means Kavanose, Rashi means Lahakir boy. So what it's meant with this that, that you haven't had the Das to appreciate, to recognize the Chasodim of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that would bring you to the Dovik Boy. So once we learn that way, then it is no longer able to, we are no longer able to explain <coughs> that Ada Yom means up till this day, including this day, Ad Ad Bechlal. Which would mean the gam hayoyim hazeh oid loy hikiru chulu v'loy dovku chulu that even today they didn't have that appreciation they didn't connect sharim mefurishly ill because it is very clearly before it says va'atem hadvekim ba'avaya lekechem chayim kulchem hayoyim so it says that they were dovuk so we have to say therefore as the Rebbe will explain. And then uh, that Rashi different explains that Adrabe that they did begin to recognize the Chazda Kodesh Baruch Hu, and that's why the Pesach says Vatem Hadvekim Bashem Melakechem Chaim Kulchem Now here the Rebbe goes into sort of a side point, saying that it not obvious from the Pesach Atem Hadvekim. We don't have to say that because it's push. We could say the Posik says the Rebbe wants to make a distinction and say that maybe Taka says Atem Hadvekim, but it doesn't mean that they were Makir Chazde Hakodesh Baruchu and that brought them to the level of Dveikis, because there is different levels of Dveikis. Now, the Posik says here, Dveikim, Stam. So, that's therefore Doichek to say that it's only a certain level of Dveikis, because Dveikis, Stam, includes even the highest level of Dveikis. But the Rebbe says, Bedoichek could be Mechalek, but Rashi, the Rebbe learns Rashi doesn't accept that, and that's why Rashi learns that the pshat of Adayemazeh was up till now because the Hidvekim brought about that they are now recognizing the Chazde HaKadosh Baruch Hu and their Hidvekim. That's what the Rebbe learned. But the Rebbe says we could learn Lechayda, the notwithstanding it says Dvekim Stam. But since Behemshach, since the Posig Atma Dvekim follows the flow, what is right next to it. And not only is it right next to it, but it's also above. It's also evident. The Pesach says, and you. So which means, so how, what is the flow? 
There were the people that went Achri Baal Peir, Hashem destroyed them. Hishmidom Hashem Alekechem. And the Torah says, Masha'enkin Atem. As opposed to you, Behepech Miza is just the opposite of this. I mean, From one extreme to the other extreme. Instead of them going after the Baal Peir, but you are. And the extreme, first of all, because you did not go after the Baal Poir, and then you are going after Hashem, and you say to Mizem, more than that, you're not only going after Hashem, but you are connecting, you are pasting to Hashem. So that means that we are saying, but that doesn't mean and that does not include yet that you are equated to Hashem by performing His mitzvahs. That's a way of connection to Hashem. Because as we'll see, the posse continues to encourage them that they should connect through uh, mitzvahs. And then, because then as the psukim go on further, and then there is a higher level of that atem hadvekim, the simple level of hadvekim, is what it says later on in the Rashi, in the Posik, on the Posik, Dargas Uli Dovkaboy, it says to cleave to Hashem. So Rashi says, Hadvek Betalmidim Bachachomim, Umalvyani Alechem Ki Lunit Boy, that when you connect yourself, you paste yourself to the students in the Chachomim, I will consider it as if you connected to Hashem. And this is already later on in Parshas Ekev, which is a higher level of connection. And then we come even to a more connection to, to the Oid, Chuvuchulu. And then Oid, Dargabit Dvekas, Shibipirish Rashi Khan. Then we have another level of Dvekas, which Rashi mentions over here, Shezebo Alidei Hakoras Chasodim Gedolim. So this is going to be an additional level. It doesn't mean that the Yidin had that level before. Similar to we have when you do the Bikurim that you announce, when you bring the Bikurim, you make the declaration that you're not denying the good, as Rashi has said in the beginning of the Parsha, that's similar to when you have a hakore, then you're connecting to Hashem. But then you also even have on a higher level, Adla Darkas Ubeshit Bokun, you have a level of Beshit Bokun, which is Habol Achre Achre Hashem Lekechem Telechu. The Posik, it says Ubeshit Bokun, that's in the Re'ei, Perikid Gimel Posik Hei, that comes. After the Posik first says, Achra Hashem Lekechem Telechu, you follow Hashem. And then it says, As Mitzvah of Tishmeiru, you keep all the Mitzvahs, and you listen to his voice, and you serve Hashem. And then the Posik finishes up and says, And the Rebbe explained earlier in the Sikha Pashas Re'ei that the Bosit Bokun over here means Halachta Bidrochov in Gemel Chasodim is the highest level that even in the cases where uh, it's not necessary, it's not a mitzvah, and yet you're connecting to Hashem because you're following the drachim of Hashem, as the whole arichas in the Yisich of the Rebbe explained this. But, so basically what the Rebbe is bringing out over here uh, doesn't mean, uh, we don't have to say why Rashi had to change his pshat 
to say Adiyom Azed does not include today because uh, they are Dveikim, because that Dveikim is not necessarily that that high level of Dveikis that is comes through recognition of Hashem. It's another level of of Ava, another level of Dveikis. But the Rebbe seems to uh, learn that uh, Pasuk says Dveikim means Stam, so therefore the Rebbe goes on to explain that Lachem Farash Rashi, that's why but the overwhelming Raya is because it does say Atam Advekim Bashem Alikechem, so we can't say that Ladovkeboy wasn't them. Lachem Farash Rashi Shakavanas Akosuvi Adrabe, that's why it's on the contrary. That Hayoim Hazeh is Hilu Lahakir as Hazde Akodish Baruchu. That today they began to recognize the kindness of Akodish Baruchu. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, so we have to say, since we are learning now that at that point when Moshe Rabbeinu is telling them they are recognizing, so why is Moshe Rabbeinu telling them, rebuking them, because before they didn't recognize, so why is he rebuking them now? As the Rebbe just finished saying right before Izvov, that the reason why he has to warn them Ushmartim is Divra Abris is because Lenos Nashem Lachem Levlodas because you don't recognize Khazda Kodesh Baruchu. But now we're changing it that they do recognize the Khazda Kodesh Baruchu at that point. So why does he have to warn them Ushmartim is Divra Abris Azois? But this will be answered later on. I struggled, this is the, I struggled with, with explaining this Sikha, this part from Vov. And um, the best I could, but um, still need to look into this further. But then the question becomes that Rashi needs to explain. So what is the novelty? What did Moshe Rabbeinu see that he's saying? Up till today I didn't see it, and now I see it. What did he see now? He didn't see before. That's what Rashi explains. That I heard that at that day, the whole story. Now the Rebbe is going to explain the Rashi, what took place over here. And through that explanation, all the questions that the Rebbe asked in the Diyukim, and this Rashi will be explained. To explain it. And based on this, we'll also understand the questions that the Yukim and the Rashi that the Rebbe looked into the different wordings of the Rashi in Siv Beis, asking what was his shoilet alayhem, why didn't he say Nosan before Kabbalah, all the details that the Rebbe asked before. So the Rebbe explains like this. It was under, self-understood why the Torah was given to the Bnei Levi. That's a given. Why? They deserved it, because the Bnei Levis were to be the teachers. Tam HaDovor, Shasefer HaToyra Nitno LeBnei Levi. The reason for the matter, that the Sefer Torah was given to the Levites, the sons of Levi, V'loyle Kol Yisrael, and not to the Olin, Muvam Epashtus. That's simply understood. There could be no argument, why are you giving it to Levi, Bnei Levi, and not giving it to us? Because we understand why it needs to be to the Levi. Bnei Levi Nivdulu Mikol Yisrael. The sons of Levi have been distinguished, separated from all of Israel, because 
Lishares Bakoidish. They were serving in the holy. So that's number one, the distinction that they were servants in the base of English. Number two, Nemar Lahem, Shaloyiya Lahem, Chelek Venachla Ba'aritz. To them it was said that they shall not have a portion and inheritance in the land. And third, Vehem, Ligyonishal Melech, they're the legion of the king HaKadosh Baruch Hu So since they're the legion of the king, they're the army of the king, So that's why they're the legion that will protect the observance of Hashem's Torah. That's why they're also going to teach the Bnei Yisrael Torah So it's not an issue why are you giving them the Torah because they are the one that are supposed to be protective of the Torah and to make sure that the Bnei Yisrael will learn the Torah. They'll be teaching them the Torah. And this is actually articulated in the verse Kan Rashi. The Rashi that Rashi points to the Bnei Levi of this, it says Shinosan Seferat Torah that Rashi points to him, Rashi doesn't bring down these words, but in that Pasik it says, it's articulated, that they were the ones that carried the Aaron that contained the covenant of Hashem. So that's why there wasn't an argument in Bnei Yisrael, why are they getting the Torah? The Hataina Hirak, their argument was only Why are you giving the people of your tribe dominance over the Torah? They're not complaining that they're dominating the Yidden. They should be dominating the Yidden, they're teaching them Torah. But they shouldn't dominate the Torah. Levi. Let it be true that the Bnei Levi, Heim, Heim, Amalamdim, as a Torah of Bnei Yisrael, they are the ones that are teaching the Torah to the Bnei Yisrael. Ubezeh Sheltim, Heim, Al Bnei Yisrael. And this way, they're dominating the Bnei Yisrael. But why are you dominating them over the Torah, Allah Torah? Not dominating us, but you're dominating the Torah. What is it about dominating the Torah that they were complaining about? What's the difference that they're dominating to them? What are you worried about? Is key because they will tell us on the next day. In other words, they were talking what's going to happen when they come into Israel and then they will say that it wasn't given to you. Which means, not that they're not going to do the mitzvahs, but it means that after we will enter the land. And we're going to begin in the distribution of the portion and the inheritance and then we will start working the fields and the ground. Oh, so then, Mochor, at that time, when we go in, the Bnei Levi will say, 
It wasn't given to you. What does it mean? It wasn't given to you does not mean that you're not mitzvahs, even though you have a connection to the Torah and you're obligated to the Torah mitzvahs, but yet it wasn't given to you. It wasn't given to you. That's why you don't dominate the Torah. Mashlit only the Bnei Shiftecha, but they don't dominate. We keep on showing him on who And since we are the ones that are dominating the Torah, so the fact that it wasn't given to you, that means that it's given to us, since we are the ones that dominate the Torah. So it wasn't really a discussion about who the Torah was given to. Of course it was given to all the Yidden. But the question is who dominates the Torah. And the Yidden were worried that in the future, because the Yidden are going to be in Avedis Adama, the Mokhar at that time, the Bnei Levi will say that you don't dominate the Torah. They do. Don't they? What is what are the Yidden argument is What is the argument to Moshe saying that it's not fair, it's not correct for the Levi to dominate the Torah? That's what they're saying. But we also stood in Sinai. When are we talking about when they say So this is in order in the sequence of the time. That first we stood with Sinai. That is Amadnu B'Sinai. That began when they came to Har Sinai. So that was Rish And then they're saying then Kibalnu as Kibalnu here means they accepted Nasev and Ishma. Whatever Hashem says we will do. That comes out. The Ebrister says, if you receive it upon yourself, which is Rashi in Parshish yesterday, Perik Yutes, Posik Hey, quoting the Rashi, and they said that we will accept it, Naseh. So that's why Rashi quotes, So we stood by Sinai from Rosh Chodesh, then eventually. When Moshe Rabbeinu said, when Abraham said, if you're going to be Makabal, we accepted the Torah. And then by Sadibris, then they actually witnessed Matan Torah. So this explains the order. So basically, the Yidden are saying that they are also dominating, they should be dominating the Torah as well. When Moshe heard these words, he was very happy. Omar, he says, Today I understood that you are connected, you're Dovuk, and you're connected to Hashem. It's not only Yisrael, Baruch Hu, Al Nisov, 
not only that you are that the Yidin are thanking Hashem for the miracles but they actually recognize the kindness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and therefore they are cleaving and want Hashem. So this is what Rashi is telling us over here that this is a new level that Moshe Rabbeinu came to appreciate about the Yidin that they are connected to Hashem and all the other Pesukim which it talks about the connection, the cleaving to Hashem happened at that point but that came through the fact that they were Makir Chazde Hashem because the Nisim don't bring that Dveikas, the Nisim bring Yira, Reumas they bring uh, uh, a distance from Hashem Amuna, but here we're talking about the Dveikas, all these Dveikas that we learned all came because of that recognizing the Chazde HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the Rebbe answered also all the Diyukim, why Lenitna and how the order is, how everything fits in into the order of the time. The Yidin first stood by Har Sinai and then eventually they brought him to Bimakabal and then the Torah was given. In Oizayin, the Rebbe continues to explain the next Rashi that since we are saying over here that the Yidin are recognizing the kindness of Hashem, so why does Moshe Rabbeinu find it so important uh, to warn them uh, that they should be careful, uh, that they should uh, connect to Hashem? It almost, why, why now? Uh, the Pasik says, Vatavoyu El Hamokoim Hazeh. What is it coming to tell you? It's coming to tell you that there is coming to a change now between what took place till now, in which they saw the daily kindness of Hashem, and now they're starting off with a new life, going into Yisrael, a life of nature. So now we have to make sure that's why. Moshe Rabbeinu has to warn them. He says, till now you didn't recognize. Now you recognize the Chazda Hashem. How do we make sure that that lasts even for the future? Let's take inside. Following this, Rashi quotes, And you came to this place. Rashi explains, Now you see yourself in honor and greatness. Make sure that you don't push, don't boy it. You're not going to kick and leave Hashem. So what is Rashi coming to explain to you? Why does Rashi bring this whole thing in as the Rebbe asked in the beginning? Because the words that you have come to this place are extra. Why do we need Bechlal to tell you that you came to this place? If the intention of the Pasuk is to continue the story of the miracles of Hashem, that 
the victory over the war in Sichen Ba'ig, of which follows immediately, and they came out and they waged war and you were victorious, if that's the intent of the Posik. Why do we need to introduce first that you came to this place? Just start off. Why we emphasize you come to this place? So this forces Rashi to tell us the Kabon that the intent of the Posig is it's not a continuation of relating the miracles. This is starting up a new new idea here. We're not just flowing into the Victory. Biur Lomo Hutzrach Moshe Lahazir as Bene Yisroel Achshav Shid Bukubamokim. This Posik is here to tell us Tavoyil Amokim Hazer explains why Moshe needs to warn the Bene Yisroel now they should collect, connect to Hashem. He says, Now you're connected to Hashem. And now he's warning them that they should stay connected to Hashem. Why does he need that? So he explains. Ad ato hoyu bnei Yisrael pluyim bechazde hakodesh baruch hu dvariyim b'yemei. Till this point, the bnei Yisrael were hinged on the kindness of hakodesh baruch hu on every single day. And v'leinoisa minamon liyei mochor. The from the month, nothing was left for the next day. So every day they needed to come on the kindness of Hashem. They couldn't have leftover from the day before. There is no space so much that they should uh, kick to push against Hashem. You need Hashem is giving you kindness every day. But now he's telling them, you came to this place, which is, what is Mokim It's the edge. And it's the edge of the Midbar. It's the end of the time that you're in the Midbar. You're entering into a settled land. Then there is no need in the mon. You don't need Hashem's kindness on a regular basis. So now, Now you see yourself in greatness and honor, so it's easy for you to um, follow Hashem, to be the Chaz de Hashem and the Vekiz Hashem. But therefore, now you see that. But in the future we worry, so the Meshach Hazman, that as time passes, and the kindness of Hashem are not going to be revealed. The Jewish people will occupy themselves in their livelihood in the ways of nature. So the verse says that you will gather your corn and your wine and your oil so that there will be natural ways. So we worry. So you might kick the mokim in Hashem and your heart will be haughty. So now that you're coming to this point, I got to make sure how do we make sure that you continue and you don't 
kick in a time that you don't neglect Hashem in a time when you don't need His kindness, you don't see His kindness all the time. The Pesach says it earlier, that when your heart becomes haughty, then you forget. Then you say, It's my power, it's the strength of my hand that has made me this fortune. Because you're working on it, no, it's not Hashem giving to you, you don't see Hashem giving to you. And uh, Rashi says two things over here. Now, you're having Gedula and Chavid, which means you have everything. Greatness on your own, honor from other people, so it's easy, the kindness of Hashem. But when this stops, Daik Rashi, and Rashi says specifically, Gedula and both. Greatness and honor. That increases the worry that your hearts may become haughty. What is the difference between Gedulah and Chavah? Greatness applies even for the person by himself. He holds himself for an entity. But Covid honor who that is when the other makes him important and honors him. This is the duplicate language over here, the Rabbi asked in the beginning, of Gedula V'chovet, greatness and honor. Not only do you see yourself now in the greatness, when they come to a settled land amongst the nation, they will diminish their greatness because you are the few of all the people in the desert is the greatness of Hashem taking care of you but but not only that so you're having honor also so there's no worry what's going to happen over there from the nation so because of the greatness and the honor that you're getting you might become haughty and you'll forget Hashem. So that's why when it comes to this place, and you start the natural conduct, there is a need to specifically warn of Shmartem, as you shall guard the words of this covenant. In Ois Ches, the Rebbe explains that it would almost seem like this posseg, which gives an explanation why Moshe Rabbeinu is telling them that you should keep as a breeze, should be written after the posseg tells us about the stories of the victory of Sichon Ve'oik, because that's still a follow-up to the great miracles of going out of Mitzrayim and then eating uh, the 40 years in the desert. And then he goes also talking about the victory with Sichem which is a miraculous victory. And then the Pasi should say, And now it changes, i got to tell you, But in the actual Chumash, it says the other way around. It says, And then it speaks of the great miracles of the victory of Sichem And the Rebbe explains that actually this Pasi isn't intending to tell us the victories, the miracles, but rather to talk about the great gedula that the Yidin received from that. So this is the part of the gedula which is coming now, and you're experiencing that gedula. And the Rebbe explains 
various different lashonas, and they change the way it's in this parsha versus the way it's written earlier in the Chumash of Bamidbar. So let's look inside. Avon Kosha, but this is difficult. After the Pesach says, you came to this place, which is the stop, and right before going into Eretz Yisrael, Nemar Miyad, it says immediately, tells you that Sichon came out to wage war, and we want him, Sipur Muhammad Sichon the story of the war of Sichon Sipur Nes, it's a story of a miracle, Vegam Chesed, and also Kainash, Yidil Ibn Yisrael, that happened to the Bnei Yisrael. This seems to be a continuation to the miracles, the kindness that were enumerated before. How is it fitting to interrupt before the story? You came to this place. Because Shabbat Hadgish, that is coming to emphasize the conclusion from the previous. Uh, period, and now the beginning of coming to a settled land, and a natural conduct. So why is it put it in over there before the And the Rebbe explains according to the, the explanation is, according to this pirush of Rashi here, what is the intent of the story of the war? This isn't to emphasize the great miracle that the Yidden were victorious. But the opposite. So this is a dover, this is something that the Jews can see themselves in greatness and honor. This is part of what they're going to use. Kibush Eretz Sichem Shehoiso, this conquering of the land of Sichon Ve'oik, that came, Kehem Shechakosuf, as the Pesach says, L'nachlo l'ruveni gover. This was used as an inheritance. V'nikach es'artso, v'nitlo l'nachlo l'ruveni v'lagod l'chatsi v'nashe. So this was used as an inheritance for Ruveni. And therefore, now that you're coming over here and you're experiencing this gedula with Sichem Be'aik, that may cause you to become holy, and that's why I'm telling you that you have to shmartem mesabris, that you have to keep the covenant. And explaining this posseg will explain some nuances in which this posseg is different, that this posseg is not coming to emphasize the miracle, but rather to emphasize the greatness of Israel, actually of the Bnei Israel, is actually in the different, the Yukim and the Pasuk. Al-Pizah Yuvan has Shinui, this, according to this we understand the difference, the way the story of this war is related in our portion, the way this same Mulcham is, is explained, Le'il B'Parshas Devorim, before in the Parshas Dvarim, I said by Midbar, this is in Dvarim, in Beis Chav Dalit, and also also in the Shoftim Yudal of Chav Aleph, in which the Torah says, over there, the Kro, over there the Pasik says, Vayitneyu Hashem Alekeinu Lefaneinu Vanach Oisoy Goiber. Hashem is the one that given it before us, expressing the miracle that Hashem is the one 
that gave them to us. Hashem, our God, gave in our hands and then we beat him. That emphasizes in the beginning in the volume that the Nitzchokin was from Hashem. That is the miracle part. But the Ilukan, because of Korobor, here the Possek says, Vanakim, we smit them, Vanikach, and we took Goimer. Miblila Haskir, without mentioning, Shemeis Hashem, Hoysazois, that this comes from Hashem. Ukanal, like we said before, that Khan, because over here, Kavonas Akosov, Lahadgish, over here the Possek's intention is to emphasize, Hoev Shori used the possibility, Shebenei Yisroel, that the Bnei Yisrael might see themselves in greatness and honor. Our part, our strength, as the Apostle we are the one that beat them. So this is not the interruption of the miracles, but it goes to that now that we came and you see that you're successful, you might be boyet. says, in Ois test, the Rebbe is going to explain that the difficulties that are with the first interpretation of Leinosan Hashem Lechem Leiv Ladas, that it means that they didn't recognize Chazdei Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and the Rebbe is going to explain three difficulties, and the Rebbe is going to explain that these three difficulties arise. Dafke, after we're learning that Vatovoyu, uh, why, after Rashi is explaining that now they shouldn't be boyet and lehikpidalechem, these difficulties arise, and that's why Rashi has to bring the second interpretation over here. So let's look inside. Oistas, dying koshe, but it's still difficult. The Pirush, number one, the Pirush Lenosan Hashem Lochem Leib Ladas, Rashi says that Hashem does not give you the heart to know. It says, that you don't recognize Hashem's kindness. It almost seems like, Rashi, this is something which the Yidden didn't do. But in the Posik, it seems like it has to do with Hashem. Meloshan HaKosuv, the language of the Posik of Lenosan Hashem Lochem. So it's mashma, from this it appears, that who stopped them, who caused them not to have the Leib Ladas, it was Loi Mitzad Bnei Yisrael. It's not because of the Bnei Yisrael. Elo Mitzad HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It was Hashem did not give you Leib Ladas. So that's the first problem with the Pirush that the didn't recognize the Chazde Hamokim, which according to the second shot, we'll understand that, because then we say this is the nature, that up to 40 years, a person doesn't get the Einoidum Bedas but The number two problem with the Pirush Rashi is the idea of how Yom is translated. Basically, Pirush we say is Oysa Hayoim Shenosan Moshe Sefer Hatoiro Gulu. There's two issues that since it means Ada Yemazeh, meaning until that day, until Moshe Rabbeinu gave them the uh, Sefer Torah, 
what is difficulty? So number one in this, according to this other Yemazah, is Lifizah Pirush Ad Hu Veloy Ad Bechlal. Then we're actually saying, till this day, but now we found out, and this is the Leiki Bechol Mokim. This would be not like in all places where Ad Yemazah includes that day. So that's according to the first shot, uh, meaning that till that time that they wanted the Sefer Torah, and he gave the Sefer Torah to the Bnei Levi, when Moshe Rabbeinu find out about it. And number two, according to this, that when the Pasuk talks later on, the Pasuk is which Rashi is referencing, so then that happened before our Parsha, because in Vaidaber Moshe Goimer, before the Posik in our Parsha earlier, uh, that Rashi references over here, Vaidaber Moshe Goimer Hayoim Hazen Yeisolom, which Rashi says that is that Moshe Rabbeinu was saying to them, that is when they got the Lev Lodas, because that's when they came to Moshe Rabbeinu to complain. So it turns out that the Psukim are not in order. The Rebbe discusses over here that even though the Psukim don't have to be in order, a Mugdam Ucher, but in the same subject, uh, they should be uh, following in the correct order, in the same Indian. But in any event, the other question, that's number two. Number three, that the the Posik says and it's trying to tell you that now is the change. And then the Torah goes and talks about the uh story of which was an open miracle. Uh why would they need to change uh, as the Rebbe discussed before? The Rebbe answered before this question, but in, in Pashtas, it's still difficult. Let's see, Ois Gimel, Batavoyu, I question Gimel, the third question, Batavoyu Lamokem So he says, now we're saying, Ato now, Atemreim Atzchem Begdulachulu, which is the meaning of Batavoyu Lamokem that now you find yourself in greatness. But Im Kavonas Akosuv Lahari Sal if the Pasig is intention is to show about their change in their situation. The fact that they came now to a settled place. And it starts off now with the natural conduct. So now there is a worry to the extent they're bad starting a new kind of life that there's a worry that they might start to be boyet to kick in other words, not to accept. So why does the Pasuk How does he mention the story of a which was an open miracle? I mean, because of the open miracle, of course they're not going to kick, they're not going to neglect Hashem. We're talking about the miracle here. Great miracle that it took place, how they wiped out the Sichan and Oig. Uh, the Psukim over there. So why would the Pasuk bring it down? Should have just said, you come to this place, which is the end of the Midbar, the end of the journeys in which the Nisim and the Chasodim, and now we're starting a 
matzav of anogativis and natural, and therefore shmartem. Be careful. Mokim yishuv. That's why he has to warn them. Shmartem. So v'lochein, and because of v'dav kelachre shelomadnu pirush v'tavoyu. Specifically, after we learned interpretation, v'tavoyu goimer, and here we have over here that v'tavoyu means that there is a new era beginning here. Kosher pirush anal. Then we have difficulty in the previous pshat. The v'lenosan goimer lodas. Basically, this. Third question looks like the main question is only after this interpretation. So therefore, so we have to say another pshat that means Hashem doesn't give you the heart to understand that a person cannot stand on the view of their. Teacher to forty years. Rashi says, therefore Hashem wasn't particular with you until this day. But from here on, Yakpid, he is going to be particular. That's why you must be careful to guard the words of this covenant. So now, according to this interpretation. All of these three questions that we had before, the basic three problems that we had before, is going to become comfortable now. We're going to answer them all. Number one, why does it say, Hashem Goimer, instead of the people? Because now it's up to Hashem. Because it's Hashem that created the person. Hashem gave him the heart. In such a way, so that he would not stand till 40 years. So this is something like Nosan Hashem has to do with Hashem. Not something that the person is not recognizing, as we had the difficulty according to the first shot. The number two we had, Hayyim Hazeh. This day, that was still in the middle and the end of the 40 years. So up till now, they don't have it. Meaning up till now, up till now includes the day, the ad over here means, and today, as everywhere, and he doesn't care. So this day is part of it included. But from here on, on, he will be particular. And Gimel, number three, This story of the war of Sichon and Oig comes as a follow-up to the miracles in the previous Pesukim. No interruption of the Ava'ato, now the champion is just one follow-up. So now that you have the heart to understand, so now you need to reflect on all these miracles. You will keep the guard this bris, the goimer, so there is no interruption in between. It's a hemshach of the story. The Rebbe will answer why. The second time, in the second Peter Shrashi adds the word Vegoimer, and the first one not, and also what the problem is with the second Peter 
and why Rashi needs to have the four spirits as well. So the Rebbe says, in Isyud, Apizem, move on. So according to this, we understand, why in this commentary, Rashi adds the word Goimer. As opposed to in the first Pirush, over there Rashi says, just to shmartem as divrei abris hazoyis and not vowed to the goimer. The pirush ha'aleph, according to the first interpretation, hoyusah has horas Moshe. So what did Moshe warn them? They live shall have shoriyus shiviva to b'mokim chulu. So to re- take away the possibility that they are going to be boyet in Hashem. For that, it's not so important the details of the posik of Shmartim. We don't need to know the continuation of the posik. All we need to know is the general point of Shmartim as Divrei Habris You should guard the words of this covenant. That's all. So this would be the opposite of being boyet in Hashem. We're saying, no, you keep the Divri Habris. But according to the second interpretation, why is the warning of Moshe coming? It's because from this point, since they know already, they are able to grasp the they are the view of their teacher and the wisdom of his teaching. So now he's going to be careful, and therefore, Ushmartem Hazois should keep as the Goimer. Why the Goimer? The rest of the Psukim, and you should know. Because since Kimon Shiyodim Das Rabbi, since you know your Das Rabbi, it's keep it and Taskilu as Kol Asher Tasum. You should be smart in everything that you do. Kivon sheyoidim chokmos mishnosoi, since you know the wisdom of his teaching. So here, it's also including the rest of the details because that has to do with the fact that since you comprehend what your teacher wants, then you're going to do everything that he says. Whereas, according to the first shot, it's just a general idea: don't kick, don't push away Hashem, and ushmartem and keep it. But. The Rebbe explains, so what's wrong with this second shot? We need a first shot. But according to the second shot, it's difficult. Why does it say that you came to this place? Number one, they're totally extra. This change that takes place from here and on is not hinged on they came to this place. This has to do with the time that after 40 years, so what is about nothing to do with the place. It has to do with And number two, why did the Pasik interrupt with in between the previous Nisim and the miracle of Sichon That's why Rashi brings it only as the second shot. The first one is the main and the one that is more closer to the simple meaning of the Pasuk. In Aish Yud Aleph, the Rebbe explains the Yenushal Torah 
of this Rashi that the first Pirush Rashi is bringing down a recognition of Hashem, even as Hashem dresses up in nature, and even in cases where there is uh, challenges because of the Teva interferes, still the Torah says, as divrei habris, that notwithstanding the fact that you've gotten already used to it, it becomes a Teva to you, and we need to uh, caution you that when you go into Eretz Yisrael, things are going to go according to nature, and still the person needs to um, be able to overcome it, and notwithstanding the fact that it's only chazdei, it's something that you've gotten used to, and now when you're not going to see that, it's going to be a challenge. How does the person come to that ability? That is the second shot, because when the person comes to the level of that gives him the koyach so that he should later on be able to, even within the nature, to be able to overcome. Let's see inside. From the wine of Torah and Rashi, Pirush Aleph, the first interpretation of Rashi, that articulates the necessity. You need to recognize Hashem's kindness. Even in those miracles that you've already been accustomed to them. They've become like nature. It's all the time. And through this recognition, you come to cleave to Hashem. But he's also moving the Rashi, also this uh, Rashi's specific, the Rashi quotes Chazde HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Instead of saying Chazde Hashem, he says Chazde HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Because Hashem represents the, ha- the level which is higher than nature. The Posik it says Hashem, Rashi's HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Doesn't say the Shem Hashem of the Pasik. Because the Shem Havaya is Havaya Moira Alakusi is Borech Shalomailaminatava. That points about the godliness, blessed godliness, which is above Tava. But Rashi wants to emphasize that you have to recognize in the nature. That's Shem Havaya, Yudke Vavke. He was, is, and will be all together in the name of Havaya. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu Pirushe, what does HaKadosh Baruch Hu means? HaKadosh, the one who is holy. Masha, Kodesh, Uvuvdal Min HaOilomis. That which is holy and distinguished and separated from the world. Baruch, that HaKadosh Baruch is Mlosh Namshocha. The sense is drawn down. Nimshech Lamato Betoich HaOilomis. That extends below within the world. Vahainu, Chazdei Vinise Hashem. That means the kindness and the miracles of Hashem, not the way they're aloof, not the way they're above, beyond, but as they extend within the conduct and the nature of the world. The same in this next Rashi. When Rashi concludes there, Koisev, Rashi also writes, Again, it doesn't say Bahashem. But it says you are wanting and you're connected B'mokim. B'nai Yisroel ho'i solohem The B'nai Yisroel had a recognition B'lakusi Yisborech in his godliness gam k'moi shenimshech b'toich mokim 
as it is b'mokim in this place ha'ilam in the world ban hogas hateva. Upol alehem, and this impact them the fact that they have the recognition that they should be warning and connecting to the Mokoim in space, the way godliness expresses itself, comes down to space. As long as the Jews were in the desert, there wasn't such a test uh, and a lack of recognition of Hashem's kindness. But when they enter the land, and there's no longer they started conquering the land and occupation in the matters of the world in general, in the words of nature. So now it's possible that they will be boyet in the mokim. That recognition that they had is challenged now because they are changing their type of the service and they are occupied in conquering and occupation in the worldly matter and the nature. But that's why Moshe warned them. Keep this covenant, the covenant, which means notwithstanding the obscure and the blockage that is in the conduct of nature, you still got to keep this covenant. The covenant is always. That is the service of accepting the yoke, which is beyond the reason and uh, knowledge, reason and rational, beyond the rationale. That way you nullify that blockage that nature creates because you don't serve Hashem with nature, but you serve Hashem with Kabbalah. However, but still it's difficult. Since the world is created in a situation, that there is a blockage and obscurity of nature, on Hashem's blessed godliness to be revealed, that's a natural, the world blocks on that revelation of godliness. So how are people able to Overcome this. How can they overcome this? That's why Rashi continued Bipirusha in his commentary. A person does not stand on the end of the view of the from here and on. Basically, saying that the Yidden got now a deeper insight. At the end of the 40 years, prior to entering the land, it was added to the Bnei Yisrael. This is based on, wasn't given to them miraculously, but this is nature of the way they wish to create the world. And the person, that they wish made the heart, she they should be able to stand and get the end of the view of their teacher. That way they'll also get additional strength in their service. They got this heart of knowledge. 
That way they will be smart in everything that they do. The emphasis, the Rebbe says, is everything that they did, that the kol asher tasun kol masachel l'shem shemaim, that in everything we do is l'shem shemaim. Oymek ha'asoga belakusi is barach, the deep grasping the blessed godliness. V'kivan shenemar kol, says all, ula yesh loimar, so maybe you can say shataskilu ad sheyuchlu lahasi gam protei ha'mitzvis. Maybe he means to say here that they can also get all the details of the mitzvahs. As the Rebbe brings down in the Ha'orah that we don't really have any knowledge in the details of the mitzvah, but after the Avedis Anisyonis, the testing that we have, then a person could be Taskilu Eskola Shutasim, also in the detail of the mitzvahs. But the extent, Va'ad Shekol Masechel Dushem Shomayim. That all of our actions will be l'shem shemaim kol asher tasun. V'zehu akishur be'beza perushin shoberashi. These are the tie, the connection between these two interpretations of Rashi. Nesinas hakoyach lishbeir ha'elam behester. The power that is given to break through the obscurity and the blockage. Ad lahakir chazdei hakodesh baruch to the extent that you can recognize Hashem's Kindness, gamban, hokas, hateva. Even when things go by the conduct of nature, he al yidei hatoisus oir. That is through the additional light, yidei v'chokmochulu, the knowledge and the wisdom. Shenimshach liYisrael besoif hamem shono. That was extended to the yidn at the end of forty years. So oz omdu al soif daitoichulu. Then is they were able to reach the soif daito v'chokmas mishnosoi, the end of Hashem's. Das uh, and the wisdom of the teaching, so that they will be able to use that as a way to overcome that the nature should not be blocking and should not obscure, uh, uh, interfere. And Li'idoch, on the other hand, is Kedei Shetia Asoga Kedeboi, in order there should be the proper understanding, the grasping as need to be. So we need the introduction of accepting the yoke, which is emphasized in the first interpretation. Keep the covenant. Remember, this is just the covenant, just accept it and keep the covenant. Without the Vigoymer, as the Rebbe said before. That also in a situation where you need to reject which means there is a place for God forbid that you want to you do want to burn makom. So even though in that case because but the accepting of the yoke keeps the bris and that is a introduction proceeds. That after that he's able to come to the second shot and get to the level of the level of das, the soif daiten chokmas mishnasim. In Eishu Beis, the Rebbe brings down another inyan in Yenishal Torah, comparing Rashi's interpretation on the Torah, the way Rashi explains it on the Gemara, that in the Chumash Rashi talks about all three levels chokma bino das, 
is what they really received, as the Rebbe will point out. But in the Gemara, it only talks about Bin and Das, not about Chokhmah, because in the Gemara, we also talk about Moshe Rabbeinu, and Moshe Rabbeinu had Chokhmah, so therefore it's only Bin and Das. Let's look inside. Oisid Beis. Oid Inyan Beyeno Shel There's another idea in the Yeno Shel Torah. Bepirushe Allah Torah, in Rashi's commentary on the Torah, Koisav Rashi, Rashi writes, Ein Odom Oimed Al Soiv Daitoi V'chokhmas Mishnosoi. A person cannot stand on the end of his view, we're talking about the teacher, and the wisdom of his teaching. But in Rashi's commentary on the Gemara, it doesn't reach the end of the Das and his Tvuna and his Bina. So we need to understand why is there this change. Here we have Chokhmas Mishnosei, and Tvunosei is different. But Gamma is because of the Chol Protim Elu, and also the hint in the Posik of all these three things. Babir So the explanation is as follows. Leiv Ladas, when the Posik says, a heart to know, ve'inayim liris, and eyes to see, v'aznayim lishmoya, and ears to hear. So this is in the Posik. Hemagimul Moichin, that is the three intellects, Chokhma. Binavadas. How so? This is, talks about the Chokhmah Binadas. Lirois is Moya Chachokhmah. That's the Chokhmah, the brain of Chokhmah. Shinyon Riyas Eina Seichel. The idea of Chokhmah is the eye of the Seichel intellect sees. Lishmoya, that's Moya Chabino. That's the level, the brain of Bina. Shmiya Meloshin Avona, to hear, meaning to understand. That's Bina. And then Lodas is Merchadas. So these are the three things in the Pasuk. Corresponding to these three levels, Rashi writes in his commentary on the Torah, So we'll talk about the Soif in a minute. But first, Soif Daitoi, the first thing is Daitoi, that's the level of Das. Chochmas, that's Chochmah. Chochmas is Chochmah. And Mishnosoi, which is learning, Limud Bahavone, is Bina. So Rashi also has these three uh, items of Chokhmah Bina Das. But here it says Soiv Daitoi, Medaik Rashi Soiv Daitoi, at the end of the Das, because Tachlish Asoga Zu, what is the goal of this Asoga? Who can see him Hakosov? It's like the Postic says, Ushmartem Goim will keep, Basisem Goimer, that you will do, and then Taskilu Eskolasher Tasun. So the end is the main thing. What you do, in other words, that it should all bring to doing. It should come to doing. This is the end of the das, is to bring it to It's hasoge until it comes to the end. And the conclusion of the aloha that comes to action. That's in the Chumash. Rashi just writes there Tfunosai, and it doesn't write Loi Chokhmas Mishnosai. There is missing the word Chokhma from there. Tfunos Bina. Since in the Gemara we also explain the Posik, not only with regards to the Bnei Yisrael that Loi Koim Adaita Drabe, but on Moshe Rabbeinu. That Moshe Rabbein Shigam Hu Koyim Adaited Rabbe Admem Shona. That even Moshe was not able to fully stand on the teachers of Hashem's Das until he turned 40. 
So it's not possible to say we can't say that Moshe did not have Chochma to do. That is Moshe Rabbeinu's level is Chochma. That's what Rashi in the Gemara only writes and he lives out the idea of Chochma. This is Mesichas Shabbos Parshas Tovei Tovshin Chov Hei Tovshin Chov Zayin.